Hello, Screeders. So, I have so many topics that I want to talk about, which is strange because I don't really release episodes very often. Another dichotomy that's coming from random Screed. It's kind of weird. But, today I have two main topics I want to discuss and maybe I'll release an episode much sooner than two or three weeks in between because, you know, that's just kind of ridiculous on a self-journaling podcast. Today, I want to talk about NTX North Texas RPG Con 2023, my experiences, the games I played in, the people I talked to, the food I ate, and after a sad, sad announcement. Today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. It's an orgy of gaming, everybody knows your name. The organizer and Satan are one and the same. Texas RPG Con. First weekend in June at the Weston Inn in scenic urban Texas. Pack those dice bags and a spare liver. North Texas RPG Con. North Texas RPG Con. North Texas RPG Con. North Texas RPG Con. All right, screeters and my little hubslings out there, it's been a few weeks and we've gotten a uh, an NTX recap from Carl Rodriguez at the Geomologist Presents. Go have a listen. And lots of posts from my man like Levi Combs, Skeeter Green, um, myself on the Facebooks. But I thought uh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about my experience at NTX. So I would say some of my top memories or thoughts or whatever. Number one, having the Gamerhood Room with Castellan Games, Mystic Bull Games, and Wizard Funk uh, being my guys, uh, Paul Wolf, Eric Hoffman, Thaddeus Moore. Sponsoring that room was fantastic. It did exactly what I wanted it to. Gave us two rooms to have games in pretty much whenever we wanted, plus a place to store our stuff as we're wandering about the con. And, you know, a place to maybe sell some shirts, which I did. So the room worked out fantastically. Um, I couldn't have better partners at the Gamerhood. And all the people that swung through, they knew exactly where to find the majority of us. So it was pretty dang awesome. So number one, the Gamerhood room. Uh, There were some last moment hiccups with that, but uh, Gary Oliver at uh, the NTX administration took care of us famously, and it was great. Kudos to the NTX team. There's always some hiccups. It's not easy doing that stuff, you guys, and the best that you can do is the best that you can do. And all we should do as consumers is enjoy, uh, offer constructive 
feedback or criticism, and hopefully it gets better in the future. So, like I say, that was number one. Number two, I think, I hear Jason Connerly mention that he's really a social gamer. I don't think I'm a social gamer. I'm more of an art house gamer. I really am trying to create art with my games when I'm thinking about them. But in actual play, I'm not sure I do. (laughs) So another dichotomy there. It's something maybe that I have to do some more self-analyzation about and uh, maybe try and figure, figure out. I don't know. So, interesting. Um, yeah, meeting people face-to-face that I have not met before or haven't seen in a while. Um, there's a big aspect of reunion, camaraderie with your tribe and family that happens at conventions that I just, I guess the only thing that could beat it was the gamerhood. Definitely number two, uh, meeting TJ Drennan, uh, Stu, Courtney Campbell... Uh, Noah Green, so many, so many others that I don't think I've met before and finally got the opportunity to. I'm not saying I got a chance to uh, hang out with them for a long time, but Donnie Garcia, uh, a real surprise for me. Last year was about being a special guest at NTX, and this year was more about getting back uh, to the way that I have con go, gone in the past, where meeting people, running, and uh, playing some games. So, fantastic. Let's get into the games then. We were play testing Eric Hoffman's new Warlock Chassis uh, Wet Wired game. Uh, I hadn't had the opportunity to do it online, and I know some of the others, Jose. Paul Wolf and Thaddeus had all Bird maybe had all gotten into games, but <clears throat> I hadn't had the opportunity yet. But I did get to play in two different sessions, and uh, I don't even know how many sessions there were because Paul also ran a game. Very cool game. Makes me kind of want to play Warlock a little more because I haven't really played that either. So number three is definitely the games that I got to play in. Wetwired very cool. I think it really captures what it's trying to do, which is be a Shadowrun uh, clone, but with a system that works. And uh, Neoclassical Geek Revival, ran by Stu. This is a game that we've been talking about for literally five or six years. So, maybe not that long. Fantastic to have Stu run that for me, uh, TJ, and uh, Eric Swanson. That was amazing. I really like the little uh, dials and mechanisms in uh, NGR and how they all work together to get a specific sort of feel for the game. So my hat's off to Zarkov uh, with that system. I don't know if anybody else has played it. Let me know if you have. Um, Those were good. Finally got to play in my Levi Combs promised Planescape game with a real cast of miscreants there like David Beatty, Jacob Hurst uh, Donnie Garcia, Carl Rodriguez Stu Clark, I always forget what his last name is, I don't know why TJ Drennan, Eric Swanson Um, I think that might have been it I'm not positive, it was kind of very late on Friday night, I believe. 
but hats off to uh, Levi for running such an engaging game. There wasn't as much maybe Sigil and what I kind of thought was Planescape, but there was a lot of demi-plane travel and intricacy and, uh, you know, a couple fights here and there. Some grossness, which I think Levi and I share, and uh, lurid details. So, awesome, awesome game. Might have been better with the six players that he had originally uh, set it up for instead of eight, but, you know, he had uh, had, uh, pre-gens on almost like, I don't know, zine cover stock. So, very nice to move. I was playing a, a wizard and uh, had a great time. Uh, anytime there's eight players, especially when drinking's involved, I think maybe the game gets a little woozy, but still, hats off to Levi for running a great game. That might be all I actually played. Um, I had gotten invited into a... Uh, Swordfish Islands game, but by Saturday day, I was overcome with anxiety and panic attack and uh, did not get out of my hotel room until maybe one in the afternoon. So I think maybe we'll take a breather, have a break, maybe listen to some more dulcet tones of TJ Drennan. Before we get back at the next topic, which is the games I ran. It's a beautiful day in the gamer hood. A beautiful day for my gamers. Would you be one? Could you be one? Sound of that thunder, but don't despair. This colony's breeding great robbers. Would you be one? Could you be one? If the native percent mortality rate works for you For a few bucks a month you can sign up and have the hogs kill you So let's make the most of another someday Brew up some coffee and play it my way Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my gamers? Won't you be? Won't you please? Please won't you be my gamers? I can see I already messed up in my top moments, but I guess that's what we'll take. The games I ran, um, I feel like I ran two. Is that it? I only ran two games? Must be right. So the first one was Low Fantasy Gaming. We played um, Cinerarium of the Sin Eater. And I had a fairly drunken crew, and that reminds me of somebody else that I had forgotten that I got to meet for the first time, uh, John Davis. He played uh, Eric Swanson, Stu, TJ Drennan, um, and uh, Tony Hogard, who I hadn't seen in quite a while. My man, Tony. Anyway, um, the game was not good. It was all right. I don't think that I was really on top of my... It was a late night. Thursday night, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to keep track of, for sure. But I definitely um, could do better. On that note, maybe we'll have a little announcement. I am looking to run a fairly shortish 
low fantasy gaming campaign date players to be decided using the new second edition LFG rules that uh, Steve Grodzicki of Pickup Pocket Press sent me. So if you want to get in on that, send me a message. I'll go through all the resumes. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, so that game, not as good. We got through the uh, Mima Mounds and into uh, the initial uh, layer or dungeon area. And that's all we got into. Um, we did have a pretty massive fight with some croakers, which are kind of like uh, frogmen. And uh, the two Amphisbana, which there were five players. It's too many players for that game, in my opinion. You just got too many things going on. So three, four max is what I would play with low fantasy gaming. But there you go. So the big thing that I wanted to do at North Texas and TX is I knew Aaron Coleman was going. Uh, Aaron Coleman plays Baggio Gar, who is um, probably say unarguably the most powerful character in legendary Kalmada. As many of you know, Aaron Coleman has cancer, and he's been dealing with that for the last few years. Um, shout out to my buddy Aaron. Love him. It was great seeing you at NTX, buddy. But uh, we've had the story arc that's surrounding uh, Baggio Gar. Totally emergent, uh, like all of them. And I don't know if I can say enough. Maybe I should do another episode on Legendary Kalmada in the near future. But, I don't know, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make this uh, session or sessions for Aaron and Baggio Gar's muster. I just put a lot of pressure on myself because, I, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know how many other sessions I'll get to play with Aaron. So, I really felt that this one was something he'd been working towards for the last few levels and many 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 months and maybe even years and I hadn't really decided exactly what it was going to be like but um, it was a lot of the other most powerful characters in the West Marches open table hex crawl game known as Legendary Kalmata being uh, Burl Copspeak Dougal God's Blood the Mute, and then Schleppo, Tony Hogard got in on this game, so pretty interesting. So that would be Eric Swanson, TJ Drennan, Stu Clark, Aaron Coleman, and Tony Hogard. See, no problem having six players in an OSE game, but five players in an LFG game, mm, no mas, no bueno. Um, the session was awesome in many ways the roles kind of and the prep that I did I put so much pressure on myself in the month or weeks coming in that I just kind of considered a few things I almost never wrote anything down my plan was to do it that morning and I almost did not get anything down so by about one o'clock we started and we wrapped up around seven so and then we went and ate but um 
by all accounts, it was uh, one of the greatest Kalmata uh, experiences for those involved. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, because, I mean, they've had so many. Those characters, those players have had so many to get six seventh level clerics or characters in uh, OSE game is quite an achievement, especially one as dangerous as Kalmata. So anyway, I just want to talk about that game some. They succeeded. Uh, there was almost a character death, which is tough. It's, I mean, those, it's a very dangerous, but it's usually dangerous for NPCs and lower level characters. It's not necessarily, I'm not saying it's, those guys were down in hit points and resources by the time we got to the end. But there was certainly like a fervor that had overcome the players and thereby their characters of, you know, seeing this particular quest to its fruition and to its final die roll and return to Sindanor. So, yeah, definitely a top moment, that game. But I can't say that the ROI is there for the amount of of anxiety and the panic attack that I had moving into it. It would have been way nicer not to go through that. So how do I fix it? How do I get around that? And how do I make it not happen in the future? Just decide ahead of time maybe. Somehow instead of procrastinate to the end uh, and letting my insecurities hold me back from you know doing what I want to do, I should just uh, do it. That's all I can say, guys. Sometimes... You just have to grind it. You just have to grind it out. And uh, preparation and routine is really what saves you from these panic attacks, I guess. And the anxiety leading up into the game. I don't really know for sure, but that's my only answer. All right, now I think it's time to wrap up this NTX 2023 episode with some honorable mentions. Uh, Getting to see and hang out with J.E. Shields again. Nice. Uh, really good conversations uh, with uh, John Hirschberger and Lou Lu from This Old Dungeon, uh, Eric Tenkar, Mike Badalato, Courtney Campbell. Not enough talking with my man David Beatty. Um, just, just the regular guys from the Randall Calrissian, my G plus boys really Paul Wolf, Eric Hoffman Jose Licario Um, Biggest Regret Thaddeus Moore couldn't make it Um, I mean some really 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 um, good talk heartfelt discussions with uh, Eric Swanson Stu Clark and TJ Drennan uh, the two or three nights of the gauntlet where we were sitting in the hallway between like uh, the hotel lobby and where the convention is and everyone walks right through that hotel and there were like, you know, five, six, eight of us at any given time sitting there as uh, people walk through. They were drinking beer. I was mostly just hang out, people watching and uh, great conversations and seeing people like uh, Merle Rasmussen uh, having Matt Finch introduce his fiance. I, another regret is Kelsey. I wish I had talked to Kelsey from the Shadow Dark uh, Arcane Library fame. I did not do that. I wish I had. Uh, Edwin, 
hanging out with Edwin and having him playing games with us. Wonderful. Always love seeing my man Edwin. Having people come up to me and ask me if I will do some more Hobbs and Friends episodes. Um, setting that up with like some of the union guys. So like Telanian, Levi, Ian, Skeeter. Those guys. I don't even think Bill Webb was there. I did not see him. Oh, I was also supposed to get into a uh, Merp game. Messed that up. Didn't make that happen. That was on my Saturday day. I, I think I was just out of gas by Saturday. And I felt a lot of pressure on myself, obviously, for that legendary Kalmata game. But uh, fantastic con. So many great meals out with the boys. Oh, and Zach Pierce. I forgot to mention Zach Pierce. Saw him again. Hadn't seen him in a few years. So just just overall, truly a great experience. I don't love travel. I don't love flying. but And even going up to it, I, I always feel like, ah, do I even want to go to this? And then when I get there, such an awesome time. So thank you to all of the NTX people, the ladies who come around and bring us food. Just the lady at the Starbucks and the coffee. So great. So it was great talking and seeing everyone. And uh, I don't think I've ever had this many people be kind of like in my friend group at the con at the same time. So I think maybe this is the best con experience. I, I don't know. It's so difficult now to tell. There's been so many great ones. And... Um, Last year's game hall was really wonderful. So, uh, just because of hanging out with all the gaming and BS people. And last year's NTX experience was really great. Just having the, being a special guest and interacting with all those special guests, which I got to say hello to again. Oh, John Clements. I got to see. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling now. I think I got the points out there that I wanted to. One last piece that I want to say. Purposely didn't mention uh, the other Moors, being Ryan, his brother Grady, Blood, their kids, Asher, and Valerie, I believe. They were a constant presence in the uh, in the gamerhood room. And on Saturday, I saw and hugged those guys goodbye. And then on Wednesday, we got the news that Ryan Moore had suddenly passed away. And this hit me hard, Screeters, Hubslings out there. I'm not quite sure I actually dealt with the way that I felt, but I've just kind of pushed it aside. Just talking about it now brings a tear to my eye. Such a great guy. Ryan was at the very first con I think that I was ever at. And then I got to meet Grady 
soon after. And I just remember those guys would be more than willing to jump in a game at any moment. They were constantly and still always asking me, what's going on? Are we going to get in the game? What's happening? Uh, seeing everyone's memories on Facebook and talking to Ryan, uh, Grady even as briefly as I had. Just all the feels, my heart in all of its little rendered little pieces goes out to all the to to Grady and Ryan's family and Grady's family. So any of you guys that have ever known Ryan Moore or the Moores, you know, tip a glass, tip a hat, send hope and prayers and and enjoy your loved ones love them every moment that you get the opportunity to because life can change so fast and much of it does not care how you feel or think about it and it's just up to you to get through it so anyway ryan love you man thank you so much for being a great friend and just a all-around good gaming buddy stay alive people we all got jobs to do if he is up or down his podcast still comes round Hobbs is in his van don't turn off that sat nap man random screed random screed don't know what you get but it's what you need